0: This is Advanced Notice with your host Parks and Why Not. Well, we are back again. It has been a while. It is season 42, a whole season's worth of a break. I'm Parks, and uh this is Why Not.
1: Hey guys, I'm Why Not. <laughs>
0: you know it never gets easier doing those intros i'll I'll be honest and uh you'll have many many more awkward intros to look forward to especially because we are back for season 42
1: that's it just many more yeah so many many, more more. we We have had a whole season though yeah you're right a whole season and then a whole season. season now that we've gone through
0: yeah well we took the small break and now we're back and i i think it deserves some time to talk about the yes. podcast a little bit. We gotta we gotta kinda intro you back into this because you might not have seen the first season, which was season forty was worth uh we took that break to kind of refocus on what we we're gonna do. And uh yeah, so we're back here for season two of Advanced Notice. Advanced Notice of course covering as much news as possible in advanced, uh in ECL and basically anything NA that we can think of. Um so there's gonna be a lot coming forward with that. And I, I mean it's it's a huge update now. Because the season is about to start in advance, so there's uh, there's plenty, plenty to cover.
1: Yeah, usually we'll be throwing in a lot of things happening, not around only the North American scene, but around just the Counter-Strike scene in general when things change. Obviously around not only rosters, but players themselves and their life situations and things going on that maybe you just need to fill yourself back in on in case you missed the drama or something like that. Which we do have just a little bit of regarding roster changes but before we get to that we do have a lot to go through in terms of the rosters that have changed in the offseason moving into season 42 so dude how many like i think maybe hold like on to your butts. Teams here hold hold, hold, hold on, on to
0: your butts hold definitely. on to them. yes very hold tightly to them. even we were we're we we wanted to do rapid fire and then we decided when we looked at all the rosters we're like ah no some of these this neat- is the episode <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the episode now no there's not going to be anything else it is just going to be straight up roster shuffle mania coming through and i i mean we have i guess the biggest thing to talk about at the start is some newer squads coming in maybe some newer orgs coming into the scene as well yeah. there's a few of those some and of course you just have the the tried and true like we're going to move a few players keep the core uh, I that kind of stuff's going to happen. We also have some teams dying, uh, which is a mainstay in NA, of course. Oh, like just of course. they get poached the fuck and they're gone. Um, so I, yeah, I, I guess without further ado, we should start going down the roster shuffle list here. Yeah. Uh, we got the first one listed. They are a new org in the scene. Shout out to Kari. It is Kari Esports coming forward here. Um, they did remove Cats for K2. I don't know the original roster that that comes from.
1: Yeah. So. Carrie or Carry Kari not quite sure how it's pronounced. They were a core of four players who had came through from last season being Tribute, PLX2, Merkin and Kermi. Kermi being I think the newest addition to that core and then K2 now obviously like we had mentioned taking the place of Kates I believe or Cats or however it's pronounced, which is kind of like uh, I don't want to say a bad move. I think it's just very sideways in the sense that it won't really throw them into the next echelon of Counter-Strike instantly, but it should be the change that they need should they have made it, made it like with purpose. Like if they actually had a reason to replace that player behind the scenes, or felt like they needed something to shake up, Maybe yeah. this is the change of pace they need. But I think K two is a good enough player personally, having seen him before.
0: Listen, <laughs> it's it's one of those things. It's we have not seen anything from this, these squads really right. uh, in a while, so it becomes one of the things we look at and we go, yeah. I don't really know what the fuck is happening, but we're here, so might as well yeah. say something about it. And uh, I mean, that's that's all you can say. Shout out to Takari for um, for organ him up organ up yeah that's really the the highlight of that is that she runs her own org even if it's just as a meme that's
1: it's enough or for me man
0: it's org org is an org yeah for yeah. sure
1: and k2 is like a solid enough player that i think he could still improve just the amount that, that he needs to but he's been in the same like core of players for so long before this team so i i'm, I'm personally kind of excited to see if he has what it takes to make his way into this team comfortably
0: all right, so that's that's, that's Kari Esports. We're going to move on now to the recently relegated Villainous Union. Uh, they were under UIU at the time. I, they went, you know, ex-UIU. They didn't really get play, get any payment from that kind of situation, so they dropped. Uh, they removed Cameron and Drew, and they have brought on Zeb and in Shutout instead. Yes. You got anything for me on this one?
1: um yeah kind of sorta i saw i saw a couple of those players at LAN recently actually i mean i'm repping it right now we got that frag- <laughs> flag on it was-
0: mr i casted the frag
1: yeah that's me now everybody yeah, i'm the one who did it it was me um th- that's a team that uh i think has potential i definitely think they do having seen them on land with shutout i don't know if zeb was there with them or not But um, with my recollection, they had at minimum all four of the players who were playing in this current team on LAN. So they've definitely got a little bit of that team cohesion now already built up having done that. So that's something that bodes well for them moving into the season practice-wise. But other than that, Zeb is a player who I've seen once or twice in other rosters before. He's had his moments, and I don't think he's really been given a full opportunity in a team that really fits him well enough per se and he's a pretty young player just about 20 years old now having been in i think previously before this team he was playing in what was now the davenport d2 university uh spot or that what that team has taken up since they got their d2 team at least so having made his way now into this team i'm pretty excited to see if he can kind of hunker down and really show what he's got
0: because he yeah, was with that team I mean,
1: for a long time by yeah way, like
0: it, it's one time. of those i guess these initial ones are a lot of just like these they they're the rosters needed some form of shakeup, so that's what mm-hmm. they're doing now and they're finding kind of a new place and of course this villainous union squad as a whole like they did qualify for ecl at some point so there's going to be that high aspiration right. point so when they go out and look for a player they're not only kind of looking just for that you know they're not just looking for the certain you know uh party piece i guess i would say like this like a a complimentary piece they're looking for somebody who can make an impact help them push to get back up into that ecl because that's that's the goal right for a lot of these teams is push for playoffs push for an ecl relegation spot push to be promoted automatically it's one of those things
1: And the moves aren't egregious either. It's not like they're blowing up their roster or changing their coaching staff on top of it. I mean, they're changing out two players with one player that they're relatively familiar with already and somebody who might be a little bit new to them. But even, like you said, even still, it's a little bit of a shakeup, and maybe that's what they need. That could be something that takes them across the line soon. So I'm excited to see that one. But actually, what I'm a little more excited to see and how it pans out is Victorum. Victorum now removing three players from their roster from the previous season, keeping Soul Goat and Isaac and taking on Newjin or New. I'm not sure how that's pronounced. Newin. That's uh, always Newin. Newin. Okay. I believe so, yeah. And then uh, Atomic and Drew. Uh, A basically new team entirely based on these players that they're adding from different squads across the advanced season last season and previously of ECL Atomic. Uh, I, I don't know. I can't speak on the other two's behalf and whether or not they've been there before. But either way, it's great to see that they're taking in not only some old, but some new and trying to put something together, which Atomic's been doing for a while now
0: yeah i think that's one of the most interesting things with this Victorum squad is because even before this one they were the main brazen squad before brazen became a brand up in ecl when they picked up um i want to say it was the third impact squad they picked up that third third impact spot essentially right, that sure. became brazen so Victorum is now yeah i have it all gets lost on me yeah. after so many seasons um but no so the, brazen were unfortunately not able to hold both the squads together Victorum are now, you know, they're orgless they're looking for team. But one of the highlights from the squad has always been just like they're always barely in the playoff picture, but they always do something where they make some kind of a run, even if it's lower bracket. This time they were, you know, they had a bit more time up in the upper bracket before facing off against one tap. And that that became a big thing because now you're looking at this and you're going, okay, are they just going to run it back again next season? Is it going to be maybe a one player switch? No, they went full in this time with the three new players. And Atomic is one of those guys that has the pedigree to be in playoffs, and he has been consistently in playoffs. He deserves to be in ECL in his mind. So that's that's where you look at that and you go, okay, they're focusing in on that. They're focusing in on once we make it to playoffs. It's not if we're going to make it to playoffs right now. It's going to be once we get make, make it playoffs. We need to make a deep run at least to get into that relegation picture because that's that's their goal, right? They just want to get a chance up into ECL.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. And that's really all you can say about the team, considering they have no real history. They've got nothing to go off of previously other than their own individual accomplishments, achievements, and pedigrees as individuals. So, I mean, I hope to see them do well. I hope to see them show us something that we haven't seen from a roster like that in quite some time. But speaking of Limitless, it's X Limitless where Atomic comes from. And now he moves on to this team. And Limitless have picked up a new team entirely. It's going to be Maxwell, JBA, and Scar, the former team or core, excuse me, of Team X13. Plus Stamina and Cameron, who we spoke about earlier on, leaving from Villainous Union. So that team is actually a little bit more interesting, considering that they get Stamina off of Strife, which is quite a a decent pickup as, uh, I believe, I I can only assume they're in-game (laughs) leader.
0: I mean, you'd hope so. That's one of the most interesting things, I guess, when you look at this. You go, so something wasn't working on Strife, for for, for sure. And he was going to make his own project. He drops down to, to Advanced. But his level of commitment to the squad should hopefully bounce them back into a playoff picture, bounce them into that chance to get into ECL again. And we yeah. know Stamina is one of those up-and-coming IGLs that we, everybody's kind of keeping their eye on. I mean, you have to think about it. Strife bonnet brought in Fidgets, uh, I think that's how you say it. That's fate I, think. I, I, yeah. They brought yeah, they brought in an Estonian, an international player. Yeah, true. And that's not really that's not really common at this level, uh, especially considering the downturn in teams and organ teams and Big organizations kind of putting money into the scene so bringing bringing that kind of commitment over is huge and now all of a sudden your IGL has dropped down he's going to play back with a, a different core that hasn't really ever gotten the success that some people think they deserved and you know they play really well but sometimes it comes to those big lineup big matches and they just they don't show and that becomes an unfortunate thing so hopefully stamina coming in really helps with that
1: yeah hope so too it's something that can pull together a team of already existing players and a new fifth into one cohesive unit that could be limitless breakback break back up to that top level into ecl even perhaps from their playoff season last time around so i mean hopefully for them they've made the right choice it only has the good pieces right like on paper this team makes a lot of sense individually and on paper it makes a lot of sense as an organization investment wise so they really did get their money's worth from what they had going for them last season for my money Because on paper, again, I think this is probably slightly better in terms of all around. Probably.
0: (laughs) Probably. Maybe. We don't know. Potentially. We're saying things. Yet to see. (laughs) Yet to see. It's it's, um, Schrodinger's roster. Yes. They could be really good, or they could just be dead inside that box. They could be Um, dead inside that box. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of my favorite scenes from Futurama. That's a little aside. But (laughs) it's a good show um speaking of will they won't they uh davenport having two teams we kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier with uh a few of the other rosters it's interesting to see from them just because you know the success the the d1 davenport roster is going to have in the next coming months the next coming seasons because right. they're getting a lot of high-end talent coming forward um especially considering you know the name when you hear the name sonic you go okay there's a there that's a buzzword you know that they have a, a former pro joining there he's actually university. not joining this season i know he's not joining this season but okay. he's coming and that's one of those things that you look at and you go that's that's an interesting thing to look at but even so like the roster still is pretty strong at least in the d1 team i haven't really looked at the d2 team at all
1: yeah the d2 team is taking on arcade and bebo arcade i think formerly of davenport already Having not been with them last season, uh, I'm pretty sure you already played with the Davenport team at one point or another, whether it be on the lower team or the main team, I think it was the main team, but either way, finding those two players is pretty solid and they have an offer who has potential at the top of Maine and already has played at that level, but we need to see him actually show up. I know him somewhat personally rift, very talented individual from what I've seen. He just needs to show up in the big, matches really like it's nothing other than just experience at this stage i mean he's hitting the shots and he shows that he can pretty much any level it's just a matter of doing it consistently enough against offers that'll probably put you in your place for a lot of the time (laughs) considering a lot of the levels a lot of the offers at this level are kind of nuts so uh, the team i would say that they're putting together for advanced probably isn't ready for advanced in my opinion at least not yet and i think that this season of advanced might get them ready for it in the middle perhaps so it's just a matter of towards the middle of the season, have they put together enough of a squad to be able to mentally keep themselves together for the rest of the season to keep them from being relegated? That's really all it is at this stage.
0: Yeah. So is it is it fair to say then that that D2 Davenport team is looking just to try and survive their first season of advance, kind of like how teams survive their first season of ECL?
1: Yeah, I would. I would. I would probably say as much. Also, considering the fact that they haven't actually played together as as a core before, as far as I'm aware, the only players who might have been familiar with one another are Bebo Arcade and Rift in Arcade, unless Bebo and Rift have some sort of connection as well. So, yeah, it's pretty much just survival at this point, and not even survival in the sense of like. It's, it's literally just get don't get relegated. Not, not yeah. even survival as, like, a team. Because if they can't yeah. keep themselves mentally together as a team for the season, that bodes much worse than just not relegating. Like, if they get relegated and are hopeful, that's fine. But yeah. if they're collapsing on the inside out...
0: <laughs> There's then, some problems. Yeah.
1: So that, like, that's, like, I four
0: years need. of commitment that becomes an issue, I guess. Yeah. Uh, when like, you look mm, oh, we made a bad decision. Was Time this the to... college? <laughs> <laughs> Michigan? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you tech? you're gonna uh, you're gonna sweep me off my feet no yeah. I, I i look at that and i go okay that that's that's good and i i mean i agree you you just gotta survive and i think that's one of the things that you look at the original davenport roster that's now kind of we're gonna talk about them a little bit later um when they their last season here it was just make playoffs or maybe it wasn't even make playoffs it was just kind of have a good season don't yeah there was no expectation it was just have a good season and then all of a sudden now they're, they're going to be, they're fighting tomorrow against, uh, unjustified for a spot. So that, that's, that's huge, right? The, I don't, I don't think there'll be much in the way of expectations for the D2 team. I guess it's just try not to get relegated. Keep yourself good.
1: Anything more than not getting relegated would be good. Like, yeah. Objectively and subjectively very good. That's, what, that's where go. I stand. So like, I don't have anything where I'm like, this is objectively bad. Cause if they get yeah. relegated, that isn't even bad, honestly. Because I didn't go into this thinking they were going to be world beaters, so I'd like to see yeah. them do well.
0: Yeah, we want them to do well, but something might happen.
1: Right, um, perhaps.
0: In a way, they're in control of their destiny. Ha 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 ha! Funny segue. Nice. Um, we're going to talk about in control next. Uh, this is this is an interesting one. They're taking the Valerie, the Valkyrie core. Sorry, of Hunter Zert and Strider, and they're going to add Talon and, interestingly enough, ex- unjustified player Hitman to that squad. That I, I, I honestly, I don't know what to think of this roster at all.
1: Yeah, I think Hitman's, uh, he was their in-game leader, wasn't he? For at least a time? I
0: have no fun. idea. I Honestly, I, I have no idea.
1: I, I could be completely wrong about that, so don't quote me on it. But suspecting the fact that Hitman was the in-game leader, at least in one point in time for that squad, is a very big plus for this roster, in my opinion, as he steps down, probably was a little bit down on himself individually for the last season that he had played out, which wasn't incredible. You can't lie to him, and he will, he'll probably tell you as well, he didn't play the greatest Counter-Strike that he has in his life. His team was playing well enough and he got them through to one point or another to make them all the way through the playoff bracket to a certain level. So, I mean, great work. Now he finds himself dropping back down into advance and I commend him for it because this is a roster of, once again, a core of players who have the talent and the potential and they add a fifth player who could just be that piece that takes them over the line, a difference maker.
0: I I mean, that's all you can ask for, really. I think that that season up in ECL will do him well in terms of experience and kind of what you can bring back down. It's one of those things of like when you're, uh there's a few teams like this that kind of rubber band and are almost always in the playoff picture. They they get close or maybe they do, but then they get relegated the next season. You're still getting a lot of experience by playing those upper echelon teams, and right. at the end of the day, that's one of those things that you look at and go, okay, what is my experience coming out of this? What have I learned personally that I can take and drive with into the next season and go, okay, this is why I know I need to improve and everything like that. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's one of those things. Um,
1: but before, I, I mean before we so move on, I don't know if you wanted to move no, on. No, 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 no.
0: I want to keep like talking about them. Let's keep oh, going.
1: Okay, it's finishing what you were saying then. Go ahead. No, I
0: no, I'm Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to see. I don't know what to say. There's I, I don't know I I'm I'm interested in seeing what Hitman brings to the squad.
1: Yeah, I am too. And I'm also very interested to see how they figure out their AWP situation. Having had Nova in the former season, the Valkyrie Corps had a little bit of a struggle in the middle of it where they were removing players, figuring things out. They had Mexi at one point, another very talented player. And now as they move into a sort of new stage of their team figuring out not only the in-game leader role relative to who will be taking on that hitman in my head, at least, and then the AWP. I don't actually know who would be picking that up because it was Nova last time around, and unless Strider has moved his way into an op role or one of the other players have decided to pick it up, I'm not actually 100% sure of where that will lie, but I think, at the end of the day, that this in-control lineup should at least be a step ahead of the Valkyrie team, and then some. Even if they stick together for another season and change one more player out, I think that this team has potential, not only in this season, but the ones to come, hopefully, though
0: yeah so maybe this is just their initial like forget them getting they're not no longer a part of valkyrie forget that part but maybe just as a roster they looked and they said look the last season did not work at all we got off to a bad start and it never went anywhere so now we're going to bring in some more talent we're going to we're going to bring in uh maybe a, a higher ranking igl somebody who can maybe put us into a good structure that we can succeed in and even if it doesn't work then we have something to come back to and say okay maybe we do need an Opper, or maybe um our our operating operating system is working but the roles are kind of clashing but they can they can at least come back to that and say we have a strong four we can make it a stronger five they can so that's that's what's
1: wrong kind of yeah thing. Like they can maybe like, there was just we are now yeah
0: yeah maybe there's just too many things wrong with last season we need to move on and that's yeah. that's what's going to hit hit them
1: Yeah, and Hitman being that that level-headed new player into their team could be like the difference maker in mentality and figuring things out and fixing them as opposed to collapsing, maybe uh, unnecessarily even perhaps, making the wrong decisions at the wrong time. Um, I'm not saying that any of the decisions that they made were wrong even, but I'm pretty sure that they had fell under some hard times and things just weren't working out personality-wise. They weren't working out schedule-wise. Something inside that team was going wrong, and I'm pretty sure they had some sort of a drama towards the end where they just like... It just wasn't working and they couldn't play or something but either way like, <laughs> it, that, stop that hitting the fan yeah, and like hopefully that, that is something that's in the past, because they found their three, and obviously if these three stuck around after that Valkyrie project, then something's right between them. Hitman brings them a piece, like I had said, that keeps them more grounded than any other. And then Talon is just a player who you can rely on to be at least some sort of a filler player to take up, maybe even, like I said, a difference maker role, a playmaker role. Something's not working at one side of the map, maybe it could potentially be Talon to take that spot and filter in that what wasn't working in Valkyrie is something that he can ad- adapt to and adjust to a little bit better than maybe the players they had previously did. Oh. all right
0: yeah well that's 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 the uh new in control lineup then so we are going to move forward here we, we spent a, quite a while talking about them that which is this is that good one. it's a good yeah. one they there's a lot of question marks surrounding them and now you know we'll have potentially have some answers speaking of question marks around a squad golden state warriors is a former detonate core of xn devil and monk that also speaks very much like a big chilling core from a few of many a season ago and they're joined by hans and ltc who i know nothing about those two guys
1: i actually don't either to be completely honest with you very few names on this list that i don't know as a matter of fact i know all of them except for these two actually yeah (laughs) I, i don't really have a whole lot to say other than i know the three names that are here and i know that they're good they're really good at least in terms of a core as far as cores go i would take that team and, and these two players make their way in. And so long as the other three have faith in them, having brought them into their now core of three that they've revive Zen, having spent a season away, bringing himself back in, reintegrating. This could be something good and new. These could be two players that we need to keep our eyes on. And I mean, for the sake of this team, like I said, that had success before as a core and multiple teams previous, this is something that I could probably hopefully look up to as a new heavy hitter team. But if not, maybe it's just a season that again, they needed to figure things out. Like I said, Xen's coming back in—he's he, getting reintegrated, and it could just be one of those things where it's like, okay, let's try this, see if it works out. If it doesn't, maybe they go their separate ways again. Maybe this works out and it pans out, and they continue to move forwards with it. Great.
0: Maybe a certain frog organization looks at them and goes, "Hmm, I like that core. That core has done great things for me." Frog
1: organization.
0: Frog organization, and they have nice. a big frog. It makes sense. My I have chair the chair just broke. My chair just broke. Look, it's a frog. Like, I. I, it's a frog see okay oh is that
1: an organization i always thought that is was that like
0: organizing well was there's a brand like... organizer. they had a, the team was there when they were making apparel i i i called it an organization i it
1: could be who knows listen well
0: we we know who can answer that for us and, they, they thought and he'll
1: respond super quick yeah <laughs> he always That's does shout out, to, shout out to dvl for being such a fast responder that guy is crazy. We
0: love it, dude. Anytime I I, we get players who respond quickly, or anybody in general that just responds, with, yeah, that's I honestly I'll have the same reaction.
1: Tony's kiss. Not forget Chef's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Not for real. <laughs> you
0: cooking something up, my man? Because uh, yeah, I am cooking something. Getting kind of steamy in here. I'm
1: cooking up uh, a couple of uh, talks about bigger, higher tier North American rosters to come later. That's what I'm cooking Ooh, up currently. That's that's a good
0: that's a good cook up. I'm. Uh, yeah, that, well, honestly, that's, that's golden state warriors right there. It's just like, we, we cannot wait to see what happens because we don't know two of the five. Yeah. Um, but we know that there's a lot of consistency, co- consistency coming out of that, um, that, that core three already that are already there. We know what we're going to get from them. Right. We're hoping that the rest of the team that comes with it is just as good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can agree with that. And touch point. Touchpoint's a team we've seen before. It's a core Ooh, we've seen yes. before for quite some time, actually, doing a little bit of a rebrand. No longer Touchpoint Gaming, but instead just TP, Touchpoint. And with that rebrand comes a reshuffle of players in the team. Zim and Rezion being removed for, get this, Drew the Shrew and Gurr. Now, I don't know if the chat, or chat, like, The chat? Right? I don't know if you've seen this chat. I don't know if um, yeah. the the viewers are familiar with these players, but Gur was a player who was slated to be, like, ecl ready at one point, dropping stupid numbers in advance all of two or maybe three seasons ago and then taking a break makes his way back as of last season towards the end i believe and now into this season he moves his way into this roster and that's huge and drew the shrew is a player who's been in and out of a couple of teams for quite some time now but has the experience with so many different players uh i think leadership he's been in and out of different teams where he's been like sharing it doing it full-time maybe once or twice or maybe even most of the time But now I feel like this is a team where it like makes sense that everything's starting to come together with a core that's existed for a while, hasn't split up, and then these two players make their way through. And Gur is going to be so huge to their firepower aspect. Hopefully that this like elevates TP to where they should have been like two seasons ago.
0: Yeah, Touchpoint is always one of those teams that you look at and you go, "What could have been?" Because they always had some kind of lineup that was like it looks really good it looks like it's going to make it to playoffs it looks like it's going to make a deep run into playoffs and then it just never ever happened it's just
1: a little less than maybe they even were anticipating as players
0: exactly crazy, but yeah so the so bringing in a known talent in drew who is obviously going to say like this this is we're 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 getting this you know i know what we need to do as a squad i i recognize the the uh
1: the need cerebral player yeah
0: a big a big Big, big brain. Um, and Gurr, of course, who, like you said, was touted as being EC already. Not only just that, but he brings a lot of that kind of calm, uh, um, just level-headedness that a lot of teams, sometimes they, they, they miss that. Yeah, they 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 miss that kind of level-headedness that you really want to have in your squad right. because you know you can rely on them. They're going to try and be the rock of the squad. And I think in talking to Gurr, we actually had him on for an episode. That was one of, the, one of those things that just like, it, it, we all you know he was the rock of his team and th- that that kind of a mentality that when you come forward onto joining a new squad you can't just immediately assume that but you you can quickly grow into a spot like that especially with joining the core with the intention of staying on for a long time
1: no yeah you definitely can i think so and and hopefully we get to see what we saw from him quite some time ago again maybe in fuller fuller and more full force and a little bit more longevity because that would be a lot of fun to see this team go far and see him go far with them.
0: Yeah, I mean that's see that's him the...
1: explode if you <laughs> <know>. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, that's a it's I, I think the most upside from all these squads I've seen so far in terms of what they should be able to get in terms of potential is going to come from Touchpoint you know, Limitless as a squad is going to be huge. They're going to be fragging, but we expect that from them. Uh, I mean, Victorum is just trying to upgrade it close to it. Touchpoint, they're the ones that I'm looking at. I'm going, okay, these are the guys that are going to see probably the most benefit from this roster move in just straight up how it's going to work for them overall. Right.
1: Speaking of explosions.
0: Oh, is it a big one? Promoted to
1: ECL. We, big claps. See them, we, see, we see them move up actually and lose arcade to that previously mentioned D two Davenport roster. And Zen yeah. back to the roster that we were speaking about just a few moments ago, Golden State Warriors, and they get two pretty big names, Ares, 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 Ares. Ares, Ares uh from I believe Strife at one yes. point. And yeah. then Wolfie from somewhere who I don't remember, but also a very big talent
0: um wolfie comes from early birds so he's been toiling away kind of for fun in advance just kind of fragging having having a time like that's that's um fuck i don't even know i know jojo was on the squad at one point but he took a break as well that was kind of a squad that was like the remnants of the relegated third impact squad that lost their org um they just kind of were like well we still have the spot we're still kind of good at this game so let's just have fun let's just not take it as seriously J Dub's, um,
1: Lamaze, and Knox are also a nutty core to join. Like, oh, oh, for are sure. So individual, it's insane.
0: Yeah, and I think that's one of those things when you look at the squad, is you go, okay, these are the three that we have. They're a strong group. I mean, J Dub's lit it up with Mythic. He lit it up two seasons ago when we did the MVP. first. Yeah, he was the MVP, the advanced notice MVP of the advanced season. He didn't have quite as strong a season come, you know, last time around. But at the end of the day, like he's still a good player that had good numbers. And I mean, you're adding a well, a very experienced player now, an heiress from strife who had a lot of time under a good squad, had time with the Estonian import that we talked about earlier. And you're bringing on somebody in Wolfie who has had time up in ECL as well. Maybe not so recently, but sometimes, you know, taking a quite a little bit of step back, getting your kind of fundamentals back into you having some fun again. That's, yeah. that's one of those things that, like, just helps your mental out, and now you're able to come back into ECL, hit hard, and it, it gives them a shot, right? Because, of course, it's just trying to survive relegation. Maybe maybe they, they hope to uh, not be in the relegation fight. Maybe they hope to be in that kind of state bit. Maybe they're just trying to avoid auto relegation, because that's that's the big one, I guess, is avoid the auto relegation.
1: Yeah, and this team doesn't need fraggers. Like, I'm not going to lie, Ares is not a fragger. He's not a player who's going to throw himself into this roster and expect to do sick. He's not going to be your highest performer. He's going to be the player that joins you and, again, keeps you on the ground. He's going to be making sure that you're doing what you need to do across the map to make sure the kills that you get are actually worth their while, which is what you need in a team like this with so many players who can be let off their leash, can be given free reign, and being like, I'm going to make a play. I'm going to go for an entry. I'm going to double frag on this bomb site on an exit. Like, It's great to have those three, but then Wolfie again, slightly experienced player with pretty good pedigree and background making his way into this team can frag he can be a player and a difference maker as opposed to maybe arcade who wasn't the most experienced at this level at being that sort of a player consistently against the best teams in the season wolfie has been there in and out multiple times before as far as i'm aware now so he's gotten that kind of what's it like uh, he's got that uh what's that what's that called veteran uh, He's veteran, that, he's that veteran yeah he's got that there you veteran go. in him because he's been in four <laughs> seasons of ecl right yes ecl yeah like yeah, it's great ACL. to have a player like that on your team and i think that that not only having wolfie who can be a really sick fragger consistently with the other three who have already proved that they can put it on paper and then aries who can Aries, not aries who can <laughs> like, like gel you that's the that's actually interesting because that's the 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 thing that i'm noticing every team that we've talked about so far for the most part has been doing is taking somebody who can call very well with the experience with the name power and then taking a player as a fifth who can be the difference maker alongside three players who have already had and shown that potential together
0: i mean that works because like yeah i mean that raises a question are all these teams going oh we're three high touting fraggers we just don't feel like the system works so we're gonna go find a new IGL and someone who will try and put us together. I. I worry if that's the scenario that every team is going through. Um, I mean, it's a great day.
1: I guess it looks great being like, uh, let's all disband as five and leave together, or let's blow up the team and get rid of three players. Or uh, let's, you know, like that, let's, let's hope
0: this works. I, I mean, if it makes every team stronger, who fucking cares, right? It worked, but I, I don't know that.
1: I'd say that this that also is worries me. Improvement in mentality, at least. Yeah, I think
0: that's I think seasons. that's a really good way to look at it. Is just everybody's kind of improving their mentality and looking. Listen, our our structure isn't quite where we want it to be. So let's let's look at it from a different angle with a new IGL, and we'll bring in somebody to try and keep the team together a lot better than what we've currently had. Which, by all means, is great. We want longer lasting rosters. We. Yeah. <laughs> Having this episode be really long is kind of our own making, but also, like, it's a symptom of NA, so like, that's it, kind of where we sit.
1: It's like, uh, it's like, um, having a beach house, and then, with that beach house, you're like, mm, it looks nice, but it needs a little bit more something snazzy, and then yeah. the new fragging fifth is the new deck, the new front porch, oh, that looks great, but then it's like, ooh, like, what if it starts to flood, we need a better foundation, and you raise <laughs> up your house? And the floor is raised. the floor is risen, and everything looks pretty, and that's your in-game leader. That- that's the in-game there you leader, go. The foundation that you just lifted your beach house with. So now your beach house looks good, and it has a solid foundation. Yeah. So now it's just the upkeep.
0: I get, yeah. It's you know what that that really works well. I I I was a little skeptical with the analogy, but good, I'm, huh? I'm there. I'm there. I'm I'm there. Um, speaking of being there, Northern forces are also getting promoted um that is Freshy, jt mythic nice florence and cryptic so i
1: just realized i've been bouncing my monitor with my knee just for like, like, <laughs> the last, like 30 minutes so okay. I'm gonna not do that you're anymore.
0: fine you're fine i i mean speaking of being fine are northern forces fine
1: um i'd like to think so considering that they're one of the few teams that haven't made more than two changes to their team they've only brought in one player it's jt for who now i've forgotten it was Luggy. sluggy yeah yeah who makes his way back and he actually posted on Twitter Twitter earlier today saying something along the lines of that he saw it coming but wished that he had gotten the message sooner because he had turned down teams. So that's interesting. Because that's maybe he a. makes his way out quick. Maybe not. Uh, yeah. Maybe he makes his way back into the roster somehow but not likely seeing as how that message didn't seem like it ended on very good terms. But if that is going to be the case then JT is quite potentially the player that you would want mentality-wise. He'll probably bring a lot more to the table in terms of keeping a level head in and out of game seeing as like i said he said it wasn't something out of the blue and he wasn't playing yeah
0: i mean just over the last season sluggy has had his kind of issues in terms of downs and not even just like in in server like the stuff that happens kind of around his personal life his personal life is one and that's a thing that will affect everybody um but that's one of those things you look at and you go okay if you saw it coming maybe you know there there's a good reason for it it's not just kind of an out of the blue thing which at the end of the day is all right and that'll happen um as for the rest of the squad again this is one of those things they just need to survive yeah not get auto relegated and then we can and then we can look at it from there if they're a good team if they're going to be in because they they consistently make playoffs in advance that's something you gotta look at and get okay that's that's the point where we're looking at now can an advanced playoff team stay in ecl and that's kind of that's where that's where I I don't know always because some of those teams make it in and it's like great they're gonna make a run and all this and then they get to relegation and they just get flattened and right it's one of those things but I, I'm I'm hopeful for Northern Forces when we see them in the next little bit here
1: yeah I'd like to see this team do well um I mean I'd like to see every team do well like we say but like it kind of means something different every time that I say it at least. Like, I want to see this team do well because I think that they have the pieces of players who are very individually talented and seem to mesh together well enough as personalities to make it work consistently. And JT not being the individual that Sluggy was, but being maybe able to slot into this team and offer them something different in the game and out of the game might be enough to raise the level of each of them by just virtue of being comfortable around their teammates a little bit more consistently and maybe that leads to them just having a better time playing the game wanting to play it more and then playing better when they do which i mean is like at the end of the day all you can ask for for any team in general because making better of the sum of your parts is at the end of the day honestly in my opinion what counter-strike is literally all about is being better than the sum of your parts and proving that we are the team that will stay for maybe a little longer than you thought i mean like for example Uh, like at least in terms of recent history, like Movistar Riders. That's a team that came together a little bit ago and Mopaz and Alex have been playing together for a dog's age with deaths being in and out. And they make this team work and they do it on land consistently enough to now where it's like, okay, maybe they did something crazy once. Okay, maybe they did something crazy again. How long do they stay (laughs) in for? Like they've been together for long enough to where it's like, okay, the Pro mentality even. Like once you find five players or at least even like four or three that you're comfortable with, it's like, Here's where we should be. Here's where we are because we enjoy playing with each other and enjoy improving and getting better at the game together and not individually.
0: Yeah. And I but mean, really... that's, that's kind of where it is, you know? That's, we'll, we'll see. <coughs> we'll wait and see. Uh, speaking of one spot left uh, on that Northern Forces roster where JT filled in, we have one final spot to go uh, on those teams getting promoted to ECL and this one's a bit of a toss-up and by toss-up I mean they're fighting for it they're gonna be playing for it. It's gonna be Davenport D1 going up against Unjustified. So that's corn, Kojimo, Spec, and newly put in Swisher. Swisher? Swisher. Switcher. There's an A C H there. Stonian Switcher. Swisher. Yeah there you go. The Estonian talents, man. They're they're making their way they're into everywhere. an A. And uh they're going up against Unjustified who've had a few of their own roster switches. Uh Cyrix, JS Feltner just too easy. Jermaine and Tensky coming in again. Tensky was replacing for sure. Hitman, I think on that.
1: Yeah, he. That's a team that's like dangerous in the sense yeah. that it's got like from last season. No offense to the players. Again, I'm sure. Again, I'm sure they'll be the first to tell you they didn't have the greatest individual seasons. You slot in Jermaine and Tensky for players who were a little lower on your scoreboard than maybe even they would have liked. That's crazy in terms of firepower if they can hold themselves together individually, because those players, all five, have the potential to take over a game, in my opinion, on their own. We talk about Cyrix all the time, and then we talk about those other two players that have been staying JS Feltner and Just Too Easy every now and then. But now with all five of these players being game-changing members of the squad, whether they be temporary, trials, whatever it may be, that is crazy if they manage to pull that together.
0: Yeah, and I mean, Tenski is one of the, just from my knowledge of him, Tenski is one of those guys that can really, when he goes off, that is, you know, that's where he shines. It's just, he'll hit an extreme hot streak, and that's what he hits. And he still, of course, has that consistent lower ceiling where he's still going to put up numbers. It just might not be what you would expect if you saw him, like, actually, truly just bust the wall. He's hit he's hit it running, and he's just
1: going to keep going. So I do hope to see Bebo bounce back, though.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, that's one of the players that's kind of been left out by all this because uh, Bebo has moved to the D2 team uh, that was to make space for Switcher on this uh, D1 Davenport squad. I, and I guess that's kind of weird. Like, you think about it, and it's like Bebo has spent so long on the D1 team. You kind of wish he at least had somewhat of a chance in ECL Six before. Seasons? This, like, this yeah.
1: sixth season, it would have been? That's crazy. And,
0: like, Pug is the only other person I can think of that has been on the squad as long as him. So that's one of those things. I I don't know if that rubs me the wrong way in terms of, you know,
1: individually, he struggled Bebo for all those seasons. So, I mean, like it's it's he might have even been their in-game leader and I got him mixed up with Hitman. But either way, it's 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 sad to say that's just how the cookie crumbles sometimes when you continue to move up that high and one of your players just isn't quite following you in the way that you had hoped. Yeah. And
0: and I mean you, you look at that and you go you wish you could get at least one game in ECL. Maybe that's something that happens eventually when d 2 ever fu- ever qualify for ECL. But uh, that that's a, that's a again, pipe dude? dream I was. I'm I'm very I'm very F-word you're, you're friendly very, tonight. Yeah,
1: you're very um, F-ing, you're F out right now. I'm F out. Um, <laughs> uh,
0: no. I don't know. I, there's no and there's no hate in saying any of this. No! It's just one of those things of I wish I could see. It. That's like a pipe dream, you know, your favorite yeah. player who you play soccer with. It's like, man, I would love to see you in the MLS or something. I don't know. That's, right, that's right, a little right. too high of a league for me, but it's like that one um, player
1: you're waiting to get poached to like a higher team in counter strike. You're like, come on. I just want to. Yeah. You're,
0: just right, you're right there. Get up there. I mean, yeah, that's what a segue. What a segue. Cause that's, that's really where there it we is. go. We don't know what's going to happen with Davenport unjustified. The match is tomorrow. That's going to be Thursday. We're recording this on the Wednesday. Um, we'll hopefully have it out before the match. That'd that's something cool. they we're going to strive for. Yeah, that's, I'm really hoping for that. Um, but speaking of poached, there are teams that had to make space for these guys to get promoted. And uh, two interesting names coming through. The first one, it's a big name. This is a, this is an, a scary, almost, sent Basically got poached <laughs> by OO Nation, which, as a team and as a brand, I still have no clue what the hell is going
1: on there. With OO Nation?
0: Yeah, I have no clue.
1: Like, what do you mean as a as a brand?
0: Like they just they keep changing their logo, they keep changing the style, like changing the roster.
1: They keep changing the
0: roster, yeah. Like it's every just three like months,
1: a... it's a new three players and a yeah. new logo. <laughs> Quite literally, it feels like that. You're, yeah, it's so weird. So that's that's
0: God sent, just kind of home sent, I guess. Bye bye.
1: More like more like airlifted. Airlift. That's Thanks, pretty bro. good. Yeah, they're gone. God, welcome, God welcome literally to them. took them and ascended them. Sent them. He up. sent them up. Well, and, depending um, on how you look at it, maybe sideways. I think up.
0: I I I hope sideways to upwards. I hope oh. it's not a downwards trend. No, that'd no, be, I certainly poor. hope not. Um, the last one to get uh destroyed to get disbanded, destroyed. I guess destroyed. Yeah, ECL the rigors of ECL. No, yeah. uh, it's Axolotls. Um, Poyo and Jermaine leave. Of course, Jermaine going on to that unjustified squad. Poyo, I think, is taking a step back i haven't seen him join any squad yet i kind yeah, of yeah just uh, hanging out playing in
1: play. like lands and things
0: and then um the other squad the other part of that squad was Constantine tender we get to talk about them in a little bit here but they're also gone that left elk as the sole man left on the squad and as a result there is not enough people yeah. for a core to be formed which means the spot is essentially gone it's deleted
1: Kind of just go their separate ways. Like, I guess they just yeah. thought the team ran its course. I mean, it's clearly to see that, like, some of the players have some sort of a connection to one another. Obviously, like we said, Consti and Tender, we have to talk about later. Uh Jermaine seemingly had an offer he couldn't really refuse. It was a really good one to take if that was already predetermined. And Polo, yeah. like, whatever you need to do, man, like, if this team wasn't for you, if you need to take a step back personally, if you think you need to break, go for it. Like, nobody's here to tell you otherwise.
0: Exactly. Um... But that's that's really it for for ECL at least uh, mainly for ECL. There's a few smaller things kind of coming through. I think we can kind of hit these. I rapid love talking
1: about these. These are like my. Big oh boys.
0: no! Why did you you save the best for last? I guess. Let's start. So... Let's go
1: to let's start, let's start with the bottom one then. Let's yeah, start, let's start with, with the bottom,
0: bottom one. one. Okay, so this is going to kind of be we're going to go a little bit rapid Close fire enough. here. So it is mythic. Uh, removing Eric, I believe, for college. He's going to college, so they in his stead they pick up a Canadian. Uh, what Flom said was going to make them world beaters in use and i guess i can speak for I speak on this one just a little bit more just because canadian. i know you a bit yeah canadian i met him at ets land in montreal when i went with um, a few of the fecs teams that was so much fun by the way it's so much fun um but awesome. really really nice guy and there there's a 5k Seems clip funny yeah he he's got he's got I some good jokes i probably once or twice yeah he's he's a great man and um you know what he's 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 funny and he's got the skill to match it uh, I mean, just the other day he got an ace in, uh, uh, FPL. I saw that, that five deagle headshot. Ace, that was like, crazy, crazy insane. Um, so mythic is just looking for a young fragger to pick up, bring in and put some experience into them with that. You know, that, that core of now it's Cooper freakazoid and flam, um, which always was like, why do they have two offers? But I get it now. It just works
1: cooper is a sick rifler that is why yeah cooper can it, it doesn't use even matter gun. right cooper's so good. not that flam isn't good with a rifle but like if i had to t- pick one of the two it would def- definitely be cooper
0: yeah so that's that's mythic um oh team my liquid. camera help
1: me help <laughs> oh, oh dude you like that that, yeah. that magic white
0: we got a little bit of white there there we go a little magic wipe um, for us. as for uh team liquid we got An unknown. I. I mean, we look at the Blast Pro. Their (laughs) roster coming forward. They're keeping Yukinder on, which is so, so, so good, so needed. So much praise has been hyped or has been hefted onto Yukinder joining that squad, even from the players. They just. It feels like there's a reinvigoration there. So that that's something to keep an eye out for. There's still other potential options. If they actually lock him, yeah. If they get to keep him, because there's still some contract hell with VP. That's it. Are you gonna say anything? I thought I you had... I
1: was just gonna say who. I mean, like, who do they get? Yeah. If they can't get him, is my question. Because like, there's okay. Well, first off, EG is done with their roster moves. They've set themselves. Hex T is no longer an option. Automatic, yeah. more than likely, not gonna be an option. Breeze not gonna be an option. Then we move on to the active squad of the CD team that had just lost Clasia for Stanislaw. Law. They now lose Hex T to the main roster and have to fill in a spot from whether it be a lower team or take from PA if they want to make the switch. And then we move over down to PA, probably not going to get Bentley. Don't need a game leader. Don't need an opera in Pone alone. Don't need a support player very much in DJ. They yeah. could actually potentially use a player like John G. Should he be able to fit into the roster in terms of attitude, personality, all all the good things that, that NACS sucks at. Um, yeah. <laughs> but should he be good enough in all of those categories now at this point in his career, which he very well, very well may be, that would be something pretty interesting. I think John G is probably the one player you could, Throw a shout at in NA at like a high enough level to where it makes sense to move to liquid, sorry, yeah, to liquid. Yeah, it it fills a similar role that Yakindar is playing for them right now and moving a couple of other players over just slightly to make work. Yeah, if not, I think Viz is very, very talented and has a lot of counter strike left in him. I just don't know if he's ready for that big of a jump, in my opinion. And other than that, you're looking at NA and saying, okay, over to EU, I guess, because Yakindar is by far your best option here, and if you can't lock down him, they're very few and far in between in NA for players near that caliber.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things where you look at Team Liquid and you go, okay, so they picked up OC. OC was great. OC was the talent we needed to just drop in and go, we're good to go. He, is, he was ready to go into Pro League, and he's, he's shining. Aside from that complexity squad, and the mainstays on EG, you don't really have anybody who's looking at that who's looking ready yet. There, yeah, I mean, there's I mean, not like really that kind long of shot team yet.
1: Floppy, but he just got a new opera on his team, so you're not going to be able to get him even if he wanted.
0: And he wasn't looking particularly great in the whole, the whole like the whole squad, the whole complexity squad. I'd still take good. him
1: as the shiniest turd No, on the I,
0: file. I, I definitely would. You can't, you can't, you already had Grim. That didn't work. You can't go back to Grim um you don't need an igl so you don't need um jt, Why am I blank? JT sorry i blanked on his fang name fang
1: could work fang not going to be able to lock him down also hasn't been looking great
0: and you, you honestly have nap to kind of fill those positions that fang is doing for complexity floppy is the one that i'd look at and say okay the shot... he's we... he's he's the one i guess if you're targeting anybody but again they just went through a roster change or they're yeah, they're be- they just went through a roster change that's what they have to look forward to right you know now what would
1: be nuts though yeah it would be absolutely nuts which will not happen is if twist oh, decided he got all of his eggs <laughs> in phase, and he was like yeah. i got a major now so i kind of want to go back to na and let me go chill there that would be so interesting and cool to see that same team with liquid but oc instead of stewie what a weird weird a thing weird that thing. would be to see yeah, i think it'd be kind of cool like i I, would, I I think it'd be awesome but yeah
0: and i mean in a weird way it would work because now you have that solid off you're not relying on a nitro to pick up the op- twist found his
1: form again the reason why he got removed in the first place was that yeah. he was starting to become a little lackluster
0: there you go so that's pipe <laughs> dream after pipe dream there but i um, wouldn't if i were twist yeah, i would chill would, with my you boys fun- this is my home yeah, this is my it's home like, now <laughs> i have a major here i have trophies here i have These my, my best friend in rops here yeah they're so really cool good. that
1: team. Like, if I was like, I feel like if I were to live in Europe, I would want to be on phase because those oh, players are just people who are like, Okay, I want to go hang out with Rain, Rops, Kerrigan, and Brokey. Like, <laughs> why <laughs> I'm would it uh, fun? Yeah, so bring Olaf yeah, along. Why not bring Olaf. Yeah,
0: I so I, I think if you look at Team Liquid, you have to say they need if they're looking NA, they don't really have any much in the way of options unless you're gonna jump some, you're jumping floppy from complexity. Or you're going to try and grab somebody from Evil Geniuses, which just doesn't make sense at this point. It doesn't look like EG or Complexity are willing to give up those players for a reasonable cost. Which is kind of where you look at and go, it's not worth it. Um, Especially if it's untested players that have been in a downturn. (laughs) That's not what you need. So Team Liquid are... Ukinder is kind of their best option right now in terms of familiarity. Uh, But otherwise, they're going to have to kind of stick with EU. Stick with somebody who is in their peak. And can support the roster. You can't. Yeah. It's not. It's not a rebuild. It's not a retool. It is a we're here to win now kind of mentality.
1: Yeah. And like, there's so much going on in Europe right now that they could very well swing a player that's good enough to be above the level of North America, albeit below the level of Yekindar. I mean, that's entirely feasible. But it's kind of just yeah. You gotta hope at that point. It's Yeah.
0: It's one of those things. Um, I would even right. talk
1: to Mouse NXT about desertion? If that's
0: that's academy. one of those things as well as the academy teams be really do you look cool. at those academy players and go we're ready to push them up because oc was good oc was there for it right he was ready to go from extra salt so <coughs> the academy team extra salt no i mean they I'm were kidding. the best na academy team that's why complexity picked them up afterwards. they were o. an L. academy they, team they they felt like an they, they felt like an academy team they're young enough they're young that's the Just whole stop. thing right i guess
1: they've been playing for a long time though to be fair yeah well most players are
0: you are not picking up i don't know you weren't you're not picking up a opponent i don't think that like, came ends.
1: out of nowhere home that homie is just like here i am on mouse nxt now <laughs> yeah i that, exist all of a that's sudden that's one of those things with you and, and i'm just great like,
0: yeah you there's gonna be a diamond in open and just nobody knows about them because there's so many so much talent like even from the advanced level up it's right. it's it's ridiculous anyways yeah. moving forward we got to keep going sorry, here sorry, sorry, bad sorry. news bears uh they recently announced the stepping down of a lot of people um they mad lost cow their and swan and yeah.
1: spongy and shake
0: yes so mad cow has moved on to eg he's going to yeah. be coaching over there um swan was let like go of the roster he just didn't fit and then after a few more weeks um spongy and shake the two pillars of bad news bearers um spongy who's been there the since the start yeah and then shake was quick to join him um Those guys quickly took a step down. They've been going at it for so long without an org. I believe they've got somebody helping them in the background in terms of monetarily stuff, but they're just That's kind cool. of a silent partner. um But yeah, they're they're taking a small break here, and they're going to say, "We're coming back. We're gonna we want to come back fresh and ready to really hit this hard." I I think a big reason for that was just how tough going through ECL re- re- relegation, realizing we're we didn't make playoffs. That's yeah. our goals were not met. We're not there yet. And even I mean, with that, they uh, sorry. So now you go. and it, it, It's one of those things. They weren't expecting that big rebuild. Like that was one thing that shake said is they just kept rebuilding. Yeah. He needs that break to come back and go, we're ready to go.
1: Yeah. He's built these teams up and made these players who have looked so very good under him look so very good. And they haven't looked as good since. So that's where I'm like, I kind of want to see him with a team of five players that I trust him with at a level above the level that bad news bears was at last season, but maybe not necessarily as high as getting back grim and junior. But if that's what it took, I would give him back Junior. I think that Junior is deserving of a level that Sheik Zula can provide to him. Grim, a player in current complexity that I actually would probably move down, seeing as he really hasn't shown me a consistent level of form that he has in previous rosters, and didn't live up to the promise that he had dropped out of Liquid and been that star player the Complexity had set him up to be. I mean, we've seen little glimpses, we've seen matches here and there where he has been that player, but it needs to be a little bit more, and needs to be a little bit more off-in as well, and shakesula is an in-game leader who i would put with those two players and expect them to be top ecl level bottom level mid-level premier or uh epl yeah so also pause real quick uh, just i'm sorry to say (laughs) uh, they were going to get malbs supposedly they were trying to get malbs or play with malbs like i think i think what's happening right now is that spongy and shake are waiting out the contracts of Malbin jr and they're going to come back with that team later next season or the season after that's my current prediction but my also question is can jr and malb's wait that long before being like okay gonna join another team now
0: and can the bad news bears roster like that roster because there's a roster to replace them can that roster hold the ecl spot i right that's that's a that's a huge question mark itself because Never mind, I mean,
1: team one is currently negotiating malb's return
0: <laughs> <There you go. laughs> no uh, so I, I guess to look at this all then uh, Consti, Tender, we we talked about Consti and Tender earlier, they were off Axolotls this is why they are joining Pluto and Momo, as well as Woohoo and uh, Philo Woo-hoo! coming in as a coach Yeah. Um, so that's going to be Bad News Bears and uh, as a result, because they need to keep some kind of a core, Swan is going to be sending in for the first four matches, so good on him uh, coming back at least to help them out with the initial, and that, right. that just kind of that, that puts Bad News Bears into the holding pattern they're in right now Uh, hopefully we'll see good things from that roster as they come back and who knows i like i like you said i want to see shake in a better position with more with some actual funding behind him an actual team that he's going to be able to beat to have and hold together because when you get that kind of a a stability there's the sky's the limit um speaking of stability somebody ain't looking so stable pain gaming uh nekis and Nithon were removed and there has been no replacement for them yet
1: yeah, that's one that kind of puzzles me a little bit here, because Henny is moving on to MIBR, reportedly. I didn't add that, so I'll just say it really quickly. Not really much to note about, other than the fact that MIBR are down in opera, losing a player currently in Cello, going into Imperial, and replacing it with an opera Now, p- probably filling out roles a lot better and allowing Burnzan, or whatever his name is, to be m- way more impactful on the server, which I think is going to be really good, but with Try in 0-0, Nython being benched. NQZ being signed by 9Z and Henny going to MIBR, what do they do for an Opera And why is Nithon being benched is my question on top of that because he was be- he was fantastic. He's been nothing but good for this team as far as I'm aware. And Neck is, I read his twit longer or whatever it was, it makes sense as to why he doesn't feel like he belongs to this team anymore. But like Hardzow and Big Azera are a great starting two. Nithon was a great AWP player for them. PKL has been leading them very well as well. It was like a one-player move I was anticipating and being like, okay, yeah, sure, great. Looks good hmm. to me. But now it's like Brazilian. okay. Kinda weird. Now what? Now what? What do they get what do they get? I don't know. That's where you Who leave knows? it.
0: They'll pull up they'll pull up a, a random Brazilian and they'll be good again. That's yeah. what happened to team one. That's what consistently happens with Brazilian teams. Yeah. Anyways, uh speaking of one for ones, uh for one. was removed from Evil Genius's uh the Carpe Diem part of that roster yes. and uh, reportedly Stanislaw is taking his place. I don't think that's yes. officially declared yeah, yet. Yeah, I,
1: I guess not. I, but I guess it's not.
0: pretty much the writing's just on the wall. Classia
1: is officially gone. That much Yeah, Clasia is, is, is officially gone. Uh,
0: it's just that kind of we're waiting for yep. an official thing from Stanislaw. I, I see it happening. I mean, yeah. you, you look at what Stanislaw brings. He's been with EG before. There's a <laughs> lot of that out there, and that's kind of where you move forward from there.
1: Yeah, he'd be taking over the in-game leader role from Walco, allowing him to play a little bit more freely. Um, Stan is also playing very well, in my opinion, relative to the pieces that he had in his last team in ECL. <clears throat> and now the Hex-T being gone is kind of huge, actually, because the replacement's got to be really, really good individually because they're already picking up a player who's not going to be bringing a whole lot to the table individually, as is your auper having, is having a little bit of trouble finding the impact that he would like at a higher level. And the rest of the two players are good enough, but like I said, with Classy Agon being one of their better fraggers, having a little bit of an attitude issue or something like that, a personality yeah. clash, something along those lines, and then losing Hex T to the main roster, things get a little scary. Like, like realistically, uh, being under the EG contract, as long as he is and he's not released entirely, Rush would be a really good pick for that level if he's willing to go down there, and I would give it a shout. And Stanislaw would, already has worked with Rush to very good success. So,
0: I, And, I mean, that's one of those things you look at and you say, you, you, you'd you be like, okay, we're bringing in Stanislaw, Rush, or Stan, can you go talk to Rush about Go talk this? to him. Go talk to him, man. You played with him on Optic all those years ago. Just tell him, <laughs> man, we're going to beat up these kids. We're going to get our money.
1: Yeah. And we're going to get out of here. Get but that sweet cash. Rush can get, get his cash. confidence back a little bit.
0: Have fun. You can just have, have fun, fun beating up all the new talent. Yeah, um speaking of new talent i guess we've got to move to the eg main yes. roster now we talked, we talked about, about it a little about it bit stewie 2k has moved on to a content creator role he's going to be kind of splitting his time between cs and valorant i think this is kind of the natural end for him he was yeah, there, there uh, seemed to be kind of struggling on liquid so he, he said he'd get that last laugh bro yeah it's it's there um and rush has been kind of benched he's in a bit of no man's land i, I don't know what rush did I feel bad because Rush was looking to have a stronger comeback. He was looking, all, he looked all right when he was with complexity. It's one of those things. He did just look like, all right
1: when he was with complexity. i give you it's, that. It's he looked all right. things, you know? but He, yeah, he should have looked a lot better in this team relative to the level that he was showing us in complexity. Because yeah, he looks way go. worse in this team at a lower level than he did at an okay level in complexity looking okay.
0: Yeah, so that's one of those things. I guess you look at and you go, "Is it just a systemic thing with the main roster on EG? Because nobody looked good on EG the, on the main roster. I think like this roster looked good. He okay, maybe he I looked think good. looked good, but I, I don't know. The squad's results didn't really show. No, that no, at yeah, all. and it was no. it was horrible. Um, who are they bringing in to replace them? It is Nilan, I believe he's from Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan. Yeah, Kazakhstan. There you go, Kyrgyzstan. Uh Kazakh he's from Kazakhstan, so that's that's something. And of course they I'm, have I'm, that. I'm move the up.
1: I come to lead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then we also have Hex coming in from that Carpe <laughs> Diem EG roster, which right. big ups to him. It's well deserved. We've talked there's been a few players throughout about that Carpe Diem. There's a few players even within that roster itself, like Carpe Diem, you look at them and you go, Okay, they have been deserving
1: of this move up for a while. Yeah, I don't know. Now about it's that. finally
0: time to give him- let's <laughs> give them a chance. Let's give give them a chance.
1: I say only T has been deserving of a move up for all this time, personally. I've been waiting for this guy to get the call up for so long. But, I mean, better late than never, I guess. And Neelan is an in-game leader who's been playing at the tier 2, top tier 3, bottom tier 2 level in Europe for a long time now for K23. Sharing the in-game leading role with Adren for a little while before he got removed and now taking on a full-time Making the move to NA, very bold, but I'd like to see him do a lot for this team because having a little bit of that experience and a team of players who was like, okay, Automatic is experienced, Breeze is experienced, Cirque is still young, but experienced, and Hextino is jack shit about the top level of CS. This is going to be great, hopefully, because now we've got everything behind us, including a coach in Vorberg, previously of the Copenhagen Flames uh, roster being like a shared owner or owner. That's going to be another piece that just a more European lifestyle into your roster without totally imbalancing the shift. And it's worth noting, just very briefly, that Masuda was supposed to be in this team as opposed to Hex T. But as far as I'm aware, that would have ruined their uh, place in the majors as a full North Yeah,
0: they were going to be looking at loopholes and stuff, and they're like, we do not You're want like, to nee. go up against. Yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not fucking with Valve. That's not, that's not something that we're going to try and no uh, attack. So I, I mean, that's that's really it for the NA moves. Um, I we've we've hit we've gone quite
1: a long time. Yeah, um, but it's okay. First episode back. We just want to get the, Get get our yeah. get our uh, arms moving a little
0: bit. It takes it takes a little bit of time for us to warm up and then we're kind of in it. Um I guess this is the big one now, Team Eclectic. Uh you might not have heard of this team before, uh but after probably a few days on Twitter, you'll probably have heard from them. Right. Uh this is a new org that's taking this team over because I believe the a lot of these players have been under the same kind of umbrella for a while, mainly the one who you'll talk about a lot about um but yeah take it away tony this is all new
1: yeah it's not it's kind of short and sweet i don't have a whole lot of inside information to go behind this i only have very little to just talk about very briefly considering like i said i don't have very much inside info to give you a straight up answer but cajun previously of this roster or well previously previously of this roster had been released by the hand of true pain as far as i'm aware uh, having been the in-game leader he seemed to be a little upset taking it to twitter talking about all the achievements that they had put together all the things that he had done for the team and he had made a very big uh, spectacle of the fact that he had been removed of the team for better or worse but seemingly for the better because everybody in the community had taken his side on the matter and talked about it in a, in a light that had actually exposed previous member true pain for being a little bit perhaps sneaky uh i don't know like making a decision on his own not really consulting the team i'm not sure how it exactly played out but i mean understandably so with this player being removed and then being added immediately back after being kicked after a day and true pain being released clearly there was something going on behind the scenes that was a little more slimy than we may have any sort of info for but like again the whole community rallies around him his own team having known about this now rallies around him brings him back true pain's gone and true pain posts to twitter saying there's two sides to every story or something like that but yeah like that's the just like that may be true that may be true that there are two sides to every story but clearly more people have more good things to say about one side of the story than the other because only anyone has spoken up about cajun side so
0: i'm i'm just here to support the death of auto director I hope Auto
1: Director die. I
0: hope Auto Director dies. Or I
1: hope it dies and then is resurrected on the third day and is great. <laughs> it comes back yeah.
0: better than ever, hopefully, sometime soon. Yeah. But that, honestly, that's that's kind of where it sits. We don't know. Uh yeah. we'll hopefully that's get it. some more information. That's it. That's that's it. We did it. We're back. We did it we're back. thank you very much everybody for sticking around and watching the whole thing. We went through such an amount. Uh, expect these to come out every two weeks we'll try and figure that all out in the next uh, little bit here we're, we, we've we got a schedule set we've got the time to do it so that's what we're going to do yes. Um, big shout out to everybody who has been very supportive of us in the last season of course hopefully you're back watching these we love making them so we're going to continue to JK. do that shout out to JK the producer you're not going to hear L or see you, him ever unless he suddenly brings himself up on the screen someday but he is our producer amazing man himself and uh, shout out to all of LCA for allowing us to do this and of course giving their time yeah shout out to you for giving us your time Kiss my camera (laughs)
1: shout out out
0: to you kiss the camera kiss the cook there oh oh he's coming in oh there's a big smooch perfect All right, that is where we're gonna end it for now so I hope you had a good uh, a good listen and uh, we will hopefully catch you in the next one in two weeks bye for now
1: see you guys